0: Welcome back to Lonely Town, a Killers podcast by a couple of new five kids. This is Jimmy McKnight and Derek Everett. We're going to be talking today about early days. Uh, I wanted to start out by saying how uh, I, I mentioned before that we didn't know Brandon the best; he wasn't our best friend. It was amazing after the Killers got big how um, you know a lot of people want to recognize the fact that they grew up in the same town as somebody famous and. You might people might come across like they knew him better than they really did. We don't want to come across that way, but we we want to be real with you and we want to have fun. So
1: yeah, I mean, we definitely uh, had had interactions. Um, Jimmy probably more than me, to be honest, just because of you know golf teams and different things. But uh, I'm going to say a couple of knee fights. Jimmy, can we be a couple of knee fights? Can we get yes. can we get real local? So when the people come to town, that hear this podcast and and are looking for the killers' uh, memorabilia down Main Street. Uh, they can they can say we've to they'll say Nephites instead of Nephi Nephis or something and, and they'll get a little more uh, love and respect from the town folks.
0: Yeah you'll blend in
1: you blend right in. So let's let's go early years, uh interactions and um, you know, we're trying to keep these podcasts a little shorter and brief. If, if there's any questions or anything or we might expand more in the future. So if we say something or or think of something later we can always expand on things. But um interactions with, with Brandon, he moved into town um what What grade was he in uh, middle
0: school is all
1: I know middle sure school that. we we were probably still in elementary at the time then or or were we just starting how how it's structured i I'll, I'll go into how it's structured because every school district's a little different uh Nephi at the time i don't even know it now uh Juab we went uh k through four or no k through five, and then we had a middle school, which was the Juab jaguars that shows how legit I am now I think they're <laughs> the mini wasps or something, and that was uh seventh through eighth grade. And then high school was 9 through 12. Um, So somewhere in in the middle school age, um, it was kind of weird anyways because uh, there's a few other towns around Nephi. So there's uh, Levan to the uh, south, Mona to the north, um, and all these towns come together. They all have their set. Well, I guess Levan came to elementary with Nephi. But anyways, you all come to to, to junior high or or middle school together, and so there's a lot of new faces, and and you're meeting people that – Sometimes for the first time that you might have just grown up a couple miles down the road, but you never met yeah. each other. So um, that's probably our first time of meeting Brandon. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Uh, did you have uh, any real classes or, or real interactions at that point um, with him? or? No, I don't
0: remember middle school
1: at all. Uh, with, with middle school, the thing that I remember, I remember a couple girls that had crushes on him, and I'm, I'm not going to say their names because it doesn't really matter. And uh, I remember that uh, there were kids that would always call him uh, Flower Power, they would always say Flower Power when they're talking Brandon Flowers, Brandon Flower Power. I don't know, it stupid things, kids come up with nicknames or whatever. It wasn't really bullying um, or anything. They just always said that. I think I might have had a gym class with him, and uh, I can say kids' names that don't really matter, so I'm not going to, but I just remember I'm always saying Brandon Flower Power, Flowers Power.
0: Yeah, you can say it's not bullying, but you never know. If somebody takes it. Well, you know, I mean, uh, well, you know,
1: that's yeah. true. Well, he didn't come out and do a, a, a flower power album. He didn't go into the disco. <laughs> so, well, he kind of did disco-ish music, but it wasn't uh, the summer of seventies uh, love. But you don't think it was malicious, right? I, I don't think it was malicious. And, that's his uh,
0: creative as And, like again,
1: and like I know that's cool. Yeah, and I know the kids, and I know further on down the line how they ended up now, and uh, they weren't really the mean, malicious type. It might have been annoying. I mean, uh, yeah. kids in middle school are pretty annoying. Anyways. I was. And so, Guilty. okay, so so we go through middle school, have minimal interaction, but we know of each other who they are. Um, then then we go off to high school, and uh, I, I had a church class that I remember clearly with Brandon, probably about the time he was going to move out. Uh, they had what was called seminary, uh, for you people that don't know, I'll just call it the Mormon church because it's easier that way than to get into all details about uh, what they want to be called, what they are called in the different abbreviations. Uh, there was actually a class period where you could go take a religious class where you'd go learn about the church basically uh, taught by it was basically a Sunday school at church class, but there there were, they were uh, teachers but that was their job and five days a week and five days a week so i uh, I must have been maybe my sophomore year sophomore junior I... must have been freshman I think he moved to oh, sophomore. was year. Freshman? freshman okay, so that was even earlier than I thought. I was transferring around some classes, and I ended up in the same seminary classes as Brandon. And they were kind of smaller classes. Uh, we were taught by a man that was named Brother Joe, who wouldn't mind me sharing his name or the story. Uh, he was kind of—he uh, was telling dad jokes before dad jokes were cool. But he seemed really old at the time. He's probably about my age now. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and was he, his, he was at the end of his career when he was teaching us. Yeah. And, and so.
1: Okay. Uh, Anyways, I don't remember what we were studying or whatever. I just remember that Brandon uh, would bring an Oingo Boingo uh, record every day because the seminary actually had a record player, and um, they usually play church-type music or hymns or, or whatever. But it was one of the few buildings at the time. Now Vinyl's kind of made a comeback, and people have personal uh, record players. At this time, um, it was kind of hard to come by a record player. Yeah. And so I remember... Uh, well, we had one. But... Well, you were cool. <laughs> you Here were we cool all. before it was cool. Maybe it was uh, discounted from the previous seminary. You got a good deal. I don't know. Uh, But he'd he'd bring this uh, O'Neill Boingo, uh, I I almost said CD album every day, and he he just begged Brother Joe to play the song, or if he could play this record, and finally Brother Joe cut him some sort of a deal. I don't remember what the stipulations or whatever it was, but I remember listening to Dead Man's Party on the seminary sound system that Brandon had brought, and he was pretty happy about it. I don't know why I remember that. I don't know <laughs> why that made any impression on me. Uh, Oingo Boingo was a pretty big band in, in Utah. They were actually the first band at the, the Delta Center at the time yeah. that did a concert, but uh, they were more a West Coast band, and, uh, and Danny, Danny Elfman is, went on to do like, the Simpson theme and Nightmare Before Christmas and had a pretty good career, too. But anyways, I don't know why I remember that, but that's my that's my go-to Brandon Flowers' uh, high school story whenever he was people well at some point when people learned you were from Nephi they'd always say do you know Brandon Flowers and like Jimmy was saying, everyone in the town was his best friend after he got big and famous. Uh truthfully, um I don't want to hurt feelings here, but somebody doesn't move to Las Vegas uh towards the end of their uh high school career if they have a if the whole town loves them as their best friend. That just doesn't really happen of their own free volition and anyway, that whole story is that's my Brandon Flowers go to you know, did you know Brandon Flowers story. Yeah,
0: I think that's one of the reasons that Derek and I get along so well is that Derek remembers details like that Oingo Boingo story that he just told you that I think we each remember certain random detail stories from long ago that are fun to joke about but for me I think we mentioned that um, Brandon played golf a lot in Nephi Um, growing up it felt like one of the few things to do there in town (laughs) especially if you liked it then you went there a lot but um, there's a little nine hole course called Canyon Hills Golf course that's on by the city, and um, the high school had a golf team that would play in the spring. And we were on the team together, like he, I mentioned a million times. <laughs> we weren't best friends or anything, but I was able to play with him a couple times. And one thing I remember that would be fun for one of you to ask him about sometime is uh, getting a hole in one. I remember him telling me he got a he got a hole in one, but he was by himself, so there were no witnesses. That's one of the big things about hole in one is you got to have a witness. So to approved, or you know, anybody could just say they got a hole in one, but I believe him. I just, I'm curious if that's the only if he's only ever had one. And I remember him telling me that story about having a hole in one with no witnesses. Was it in Nephi? Yeah.
1: Wow. So. Pretty sure it was hole number two on the nine hole course. <laughs> there, there's some details but, you're not going to get anywhere else.
0: High taco time.
1: We'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember uh, the golf team. I had a few friends that were on the golf team, Jimmy being one of them. And that was one of the places that you'd kind of hang out at, too. They had the clubhouse. Wasn't a lot going on in Nephi sometimes. I didn't even really golf, but I'd go up there and hang out sometimes. And, uh, you know, he, Brandon would be around. He had some some other guys they hung out with, and, and they'd be kind of around too. And I'm sure there was, I don't know if there's conversations or just being around, you know, passing by each other, but uh, some interactions that way. Um, let's let's move forward. Um, this is the part that uh, always gets me. When, when did you find out that the Killers, um, one, were a band, or that Brandon Flowers was the lead singer of this band and famous. So uh, everyone now, it sounds, you know, of course, everyone knows who they are. And, and they got huge. But coming from a small town, how did you find out that Brandon had not only moved to Vegas, but became a, a major rock star? Or even at that point, was just in a band and a lead singer?
0: Well, I, I remember my mom telling me, she had heard from one of his relatives, that... He was trying to be a songwriter. That he was writing songs. My, my impression at the time was that he was trying to write for other people, uh, you know, to sing. That's a pretty common thing in in the music industry. Is for famous people to sing songs. You know, they don't write their own songs a lot. So,
1: so this is going back to before they're starting. And he's basically your mom's just saying, "Hey, you remember that Brandon Flowers that moved away to Vegas or something like that?" Uh, he's he's trying to write songs or he's trying to become a, a songwriter. Yes.
0: Yeah, so. so some of like that. You know, later when I found out, I don't remember the exact time I found out that he started a band and that they had started to become famous, but I remember hearing that he started a band, the name was The Killers, that they had the songs on, were starting to play on the radio. When I found out what the song was, the song, the first song on the radio in Utah that I heard was Somebody Told Me, and I think it was their first single, the first album, makes sense. But, uh, when I found out what the song was, I realized I had heard it before. And it threw me off because... I, I could have sworn it was an Aquabats song. <laughs> the Aquabats is a ska band from California.
1: That's also got Utah ties. That has
0: some Utah ties. That sings a song called Super Rad where they talk about, you had a tall friend, I had a short friend, who gave birth to many friends, some stupid lyrics like that. And when I heard somebody told me where he says, you had a boyfriend that looked like a girl, my girlfriend, or I was like, holy cow, that's the, that's the killers. I thought it was the Aquabats. That's my what I remember the first time hearing him on the
1: radio. Mine is a very Nephi story. I just got back. I did a, a church mission. Um, I went up to Seattle and came back, and uh, I was at that phase. Usually, you come home for a little bit, then you move out and do whatever you do. Uh, I was in Nephi, but it was the Fourth of July, and on uh, the Fourth of July, Nephi has this big town carnival. That, that if you go to uh, the park, there's just I mean, it's just a part. It's a carnival that the town puts on. It's very if you think small town Americana, that's exactly what it is. They have breakfast in the morning, you know, little fishing booth games, little prizes. Um, everyone from town comes, brings the kids, celebrates the 4th of July. Uh, I went there, but I was in the awkward phase where you know, I didn't have kids or anything, and it wasn't me and my friends going because we were kind of, you know, somewhere off to college, somewhere still doing their other stuff. So I, I was hanging out with my family, which is fine, but I was just kind of sitting there, and a guy came up to me that was uh, maybe I don't remember one or two years older than us, and he he sat down. He was kind of in the same spot, and so we are just kind of you know uh, catching up or whatever. And he says, "Hey, do you, do you remember Brandon Flowers?" And I said, "Yeah, I, I remember Brandon Flowers or whatever, you know." And he's like, "Yeah, he moved off to Vegas." And I think this guy might have been more friendly with him to begin with. I don't remember if he golfed or not, um, but anyways, I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like. Well, you heard about him, and that's never you know. When you're in a small town, <laughs> that's, that, that's yeah, that could be really good or really bad for you. Usually, it's not really good. Um, but it's not usually. He's now a famous rock
0: singer. Yeah,
1: it's usually he's, he's incarcerated or you know got some girl <laughs> pregnant or, or who knows what. So uh, I'm like, that, what? No, I <laughs> mean you know, obviously I haven't heard about him or what's going on. He said, well, he's in this rock band and uh, it's called the Killers. And they're really big in Europe. He's like, it's really weird. They're like the biggest band in England right now, or something like that. And I just thought, huh, that's something. Like, I mean, it's kind of a lot to process, anyways. And I thought, well, good for him. And like England, huh, maybe I'll go try to figure out, uh, you know, the songs or, or whatever. And then, uh, then of course, the rest of the town kind of caught on. Our kids about my age, and I, at some point, I got the CD and, and heard about it. And saw it, it blew up from there, but. That's my story, but it's very Nephi. All right, well, that was our, that was our stories, Jimmy. What's our, what's our song uh, to pair with this podcast?
0: One more thing I wanted to say. Oh, sorry. When Derek approached me about doing this podcast, I thought, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, hanging out with Derek, talking about the killers and Nephi, and um, you know, I was a little worried about what this album was going to sound like, this new one coming out. They said it was going to be out about Nephi because for years I was looking for references to Nephi. Some of them were, were cool, some of them were a little uh, not so flattering, I'll say. I think, as I thought more about it, I thought, that sounds like a lot of fun, let's do it. I started thinking about, what, what do we want to accomplish with this? What are some of the goals? One of the goals I thought of that I want to bring up, because it relates to the song I'm going to talk about. One of my goals for this podcast is I want to get the governor of Utah to listen to it. And I think we can do it, Derek.
1: Let's set some, I was like, maybe my you know, mom and her friends will the listen. Governor.
0: Let's set some big goals. we okay. straight to the top of the state.
1: Uh, why, why is this? The governor
0: of Utah is a big Killers fan. He's also from a small town in Utah, not far from Nephi, called Fairview. And he is in a band himself. The band is called Upside. I did not know this. They have a YouTube channel, Upside Music, with a couple Killers cover, song, cover versions. He's the bass player for this. It's like him and his brothers and their friend or something. Anyway, Read My Mind by Upside Music on YouTube. Go find a guy. That's a deep dive. So that's the song we're going to talk about today, is Read My Mind. Because it's got a few references that, to me, scream Nephi. First of all, he says, on the, the first the first words are, on the corner of Main Street, just trying to keep it in line. You say you want to move on, you say I'm falling behind. So in my mind, he was talking about Main Street and Nephi, wanting to move on, you know, get out of town, go, go back to Las Vegas. I'm trying to keep it
1: in line. Uh, one of the things we did for fun, which... You can say it was fun or not, but we'd go drag Main Street, right? So uh, you'd get in your cars with your friends, and you'd just drive from one side of uh, Nephi to the other and flip around and drive back on a, <laughs> on a night. And you'd have to keep it in line. you have to keep it in line now. I don't know if that's what that meant or not, but that's kind of what comes to my mind.
0: Yeah. And so then there's another part later on where he says, I never really gave up on breaking out of this two-star town. And that one hurt, Derek. That one hurt? But I thought, <laughs> to me, it was screaming Nephi. He wanted to get out. It was, it, compared to Las Vegas... If Las Vegas is five star, the average person would probably say Nephi's two star. In my Uh, mind, it's not the case. It depends what you're after, right? Perspective and
1: and your how you grow up and how you how you treat it's all probably relative, and and it might be even different now. Uh, When I always hear that they have uh, classifications for sports, and um, Nephi was based on the size of your school, based on the size of your 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 school and your town or whatever. Uh, Nephi was a two A our our whole time going there. 1A was the lowest, and then 2A, then I don't know how high it went.
0: So five,
1: every time I hear that, too, I think I, that's why I think of uh, you can't really get out of this 2A town. The two star sounds a lot better, right? So <laughs> I always just thought, well, it's getting out of the 2A town. And uh, I, at first, that's, that kind of hurts, too. I kind of have had a, a relationship both ways of like, man, it's a hidden gem. I love Nephi, but in some ways, we both got out and moved out of Nephi, too, because in order to go on with your career or what you're doing, sometimes opportunity just isn't in Nephi, and if your dream of passion doesn't line up with it, um, I, can, I can relate differently to that song probably at different times in my life. But, uh, yeah, uh, first it kind of stings a little bit, and then some points I can be like, I get it. I, I got it out too. Yeah, in
0: a way in a way, it's kind of like when um, when somebody makes fun of your brother. You know, you make fun of your brother all the time, but when someone else makes fun of him, you come to their defense. Hey, nobody, has, <laughs> nobody makes fun of my brother but me. And this is your hometown. And you feel like somebody's making fun of it. And that was kind of the so thing to its defense.
1: that always, it was like a, a, a small man complex, for lack of a yeah. better term. Uh, and Utah's kind of got this anyways, but it's like every time they'd say they were from Vegas, I'm like, but you're from Nephi. <laughs> but then you think, well, no, the band was formed in Vegas. He moved to, to Vegas. Like, that's a Vegas band. Uh, we just happened to know him before he was Brandon Flowers from Vegas on The Killers. So we think, well, or, or that song references Nephi. And also with the main street, from where he grew up or where he lived, if you just go straight out, like uh, I guess it would be west. It's just a couple towns down. Uh, there's main street and there's the corner, and that's in my mind now. That's how a I picture streets a couple streets yeah. down. I just picture driving out to main street, corner of main street, turning uh, right is what I would turn because left's going to be hard, and, and just and getting in line, and, in line and <laughs> then <laughs> thinking about how am I going to get out of here. Right?
0: Yeah. How do I get out of line?
1: Or how do I get on the phone? Am I falling behind? Yeah. so uh, that's a great deep dive and uh, uh, Governor Cox, if uh, if you hear this let us know I'm on I'm on the Twitter at, at D-Roy Everett Jimmy you got any social you want to throw out there
0: not right now but we'll we'll, we'll get we're there we're talking about some podcast um,
1: social media so. and, and I think that will do it for, for this episode unless you got anything else to add nope alright well thanks for listening and uh, I guess we'll be back next time see ya